We are Guys in Shorts. If it's worth talking about, or more importantly, worth making fun of, you'll find it right here on this very podcast. I was doing a little research today, and I noticed that we have way more listens every week than we have reviews of the podcast. I know I ask this often, but it really does help us out, and it only takes a minute. If you could please leave a quick review for us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening, we would greatly appreciate it. And next week, Ben will read it in his Mike Tyson voice. That's right. Oh, done and done. Oh, yes. All right. Come on. Let's get some reviews. Hey, did you guys hear Magic said some stuff about (laughs) the Lakers? Yep. I was backstabbed. Heard it. (laughs) Bitter much? (laughs) We'll definitely be jumping into that. Plus, it got us thinking, what are some of the stupidest things we've ever argued with someone over? I got some stupid ones. I'm sure you do. And I've only been married seven months. Well, I was going to say, they're only stupid if... You're, you're wrong, right? And so, <laughs> so technically, no. I've never been wrong, so I've never had a stupid <laughs> argument. Yeah, right. Undefeated. <laughs> 82 and 0. Shout out to the King's Row. It's finally over. Game of Thrones ended its massively successful run, and it sounds like Thronies are divided over whether it was any good or not. Oh, oh there's Ben. Oh, wow. Standing ovation. It's a ben shocker. Standing O. <laughs> uh, been looking forward to this yeah, day. Yeah. Uh, everyone seems to have a strong opinion on it, except Ben and I, actually. That's right. Ben, you could probably still talk about it for like 30 minutes. Nope, I don't think I could. Zero interest. <laughs> well, I think Victor's still talking about it. You would come up with some anecdote. He probably is. Yeah. You'd probably say you could direct an episode better than whoever directs Maybe the episodes. last episode. Oh, <laughs> don't know. Save, it, save it. We know where Darren stands. All that plus, there's a high school sprinter who challenged New Orleans Saints wide receiver Ted Ginn to a race. Wait a minute. A high schooler thinking he can beat a professional athlete? Who does that sound like? I wonder who brought that story. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's pod. I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Darren Basa. Guys, it's the middle of May, and it's raining in Southern California. What the F is going on? I don't know. I don't know. This is ridiculous. Ben Garcia. Hoopty hoo. And Eric, the Portuguese hammer Vieira. Love is the death of duty, and sometimes duty is the death of love. Oh, oh. he said duty. <laughs> uh, I knew you guys would take my Game of Thrones quote. And is that Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones. I got it. Come on, guys. <laughs> all right, James. all right. Brother. Get on board. It's good to be back. Is that? It's good to have you back. Is that from the last episode? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, a, a quotable, quotable right. from the finale there. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it later in the show. We put we put it towards the end where we put all the crap, like, you know, the galaxy up there. <laughs> yeah, at least Fair you enough. admitted it. But uh, <laughs> give us a taste. Happy... Hammer on the upswing or downswing on the finale? Hammer is exactly where you expect him to be. Right in the middle. Right, <laughs> right in the middle on it. Wow. Oh, yeah. I'll, and, it. Yeah, we'll, we'll dig deep into it. It's, uh, yeah. There's backlash. Then there's backlash to the backlash. And the truth is always somewhere in the middle there. Okay. That's, and that's where I uh, live, man. That's my bread and butter. Gosh dang it. It's good to have you back. <laughs> You're just afraid of commitment. You got to commit to a that's side and just true. go with it. I'm on too many. Yeah. I'm not committing to one podcast, not committing to an opinion. That's, a, that's how I dance. Hey, poor Melissa. <laughs> yeah. Do you commit to a wife? I do commit to a wife. <laughs> All right. And we'll get just in, making sure. We'll get into that with our, our silly arguments. Uh, yes. We talk about that later. Right. Yes, indeed. I love it. All right. Well, there's nowhere else to start as uh, the biggest news has been. Magic going on first take. It was kind of a surprise when you uh, yeah wake up in it's the morning mess. and you hear what the what the heck. So Ben, you watched the whole thing. I did. Hammer. I you've watched. Got I watched most of it. I watched a six minute clip and then a, a couple two minute clips. I, I couldn't find the the 
the interview in its entirety, but Me I, either. I saw yeah. what I needed to see. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the exciting stuff. Well, Hammer, Ben likes to just listen to what somebody else says and then crap on it. So why don't we start with so, you? What are some thoughts? Some thoughts is Magic came out really looking bad here. He looked like someone bitter, and he really, you know, just took a flamethrower to the entire Lakers front office and organization, uh, you know, to compare it to Game of Thrones. He pulled a, a mad queen here and just torched the whole place and, and you know, c- calling out Palinka for backstabbing him, uh, saying, you know, actually saying out loud, we traded D'Angelo Russell because of the Swaggy P thing, even though Swaggy P wasn't on the team when they right. traded him. Right. And, and just decisions that they made with the team on, on you know, trading Zubak and all these things. He just he just came off looking so bad. And then in the, on the day of the day they were announcing Frank Vogel as head coach. Which was yeah. purpose. It, it, was, mean, it, was it, it purpose. was It just seems very intentional. It just, uh, to me, the the clip that a lot of people are referring to is when he talks about the backstabbing. He says, you know, I have multiple businesses and I make more money doing my businesses. So, of course, he had to let everyone know yeah. that this was just, you know, an honorary thing. And I told Jeannie I was going to be in and out, basically admitting that he didn't Which take this job makes seriously. Him look right. worse. It makes him look worse. Exactly. Yeah, right. oh, and, but it also, on, on top of that, though. If they, if Jeannie and anybody Magic- have forty five seconds before Ben was going <laughs> to chime in and just take over, I'm not taking over. <laughs> but if Magic and Jeannie really had that conversation, then then all the blame to me goes to Jeannie for even accepting yeah. Magic to do but, that role. But at this point, the, yes, you can blame Jeannie and Jeannie, and then there's there's taking the high road. He didn't take the high road here. He no. just came in and just laid it all out there, and that's not really. You know, and at the end of it, he says, "Well, I love the Lakers organization. I want him to do well." It seemed like he was trying to save face, and yeah. he ended up just digging his grave right. even more. So it, that whole thing with you know, I I, I didn't have power. And then he mentions the brothers. He yes. says the brothers wanted more power. Right. And then he said he couldn't make the fight. He just he made them look. He put the Lakers in such a bad position because now if you're a free agent and there were other players who know who are being interviewed saying, you know, if I'm if I'm hearing Magic's comments and I'm someone who respects. Magic the player, I don't want to go anywhere anywhere near the Lakers. Right. And then you take the Jason Kidd situation, you know, with him being brought in and paired together with Vogel when it's essentially the same thing that they did with with Magic and Palinka. I I just I think he looked like sour grapes. The Lakers organization looked bad. Yes, no, no. There's no one who walked away from this saying, "Okay, I'm glad he went on and, and cleared cleared the air." I, he made himself look bad. He made the team. Look who bad. looks worse, the Lakers or Magic? I think Mag- equal. I, I think, think it looks equal. Really? I think Magic looks worse in this situation, but he just exposed the Lakers for being well, a, the dumpster fire that we've known they've been. Exactly. So that's why I don't think that the Lakers look worse from this because we already know the Lakers are a mess, and he's part of the reason that they were a mess. Right. But I mean, I think there was some plausible deniability, right? So. A lot of the new, uh, you know, Ramona Shelburne, a lot of these, you know, NBA beat writers have been telling us through their articles that this is what's been going on. But then, you know, like, uh, and I'm trying to remember what had happened, but Gene, oh, it was the trade for Anthony Davis mm-hmm. when it gets released that the Lakers basically said, we're going to open up our roster. You take whoever you want. Right. And so Jeannie comes out and she says, it's fake news. So, so you can think to yourself, all right, well, who has something to gain? And and maybe you know if you are a Laker a staunch a staunch Lakers defender you say you know what Jeannie said that it's fake news but in reality now what's what this is the first time that anybody from the NBA from the Lakers front office has actually confirmed what people have been talking yes. about yeah. and that's the problem yeah yeah and so you, you, we've talked about it for months they are a dumpster fire you know they they're not well run they're hiring the wrong people to do all this type and now Raider comparison and now you get magic <laughs> you know Mr Laker himself that comes out and says. 
everything you guys have been writing is absolutely <laughs> true. So to me, yeah. I, I think it also hurts the Lakers. But the visual of Magic up there really, it 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 took my love for Magic, and, and yeah. I've talked about it before. It it, 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 he, it has reduced yeah. him down way below yeah. a lot of the some of the Laker I, greats now. And, and to, wow. to your point, you talked about legacy. You know, when you stick around too long, it affects your legacy. Yeah, I think if Magic, you know, was a quiet businessman doing his thing. You know his legacy. I think this tarnishes his legacy. Yeah. This this run with the Lakers, you know, you know the, they were they were the shining franchise on a hill, and they've taken a tumble. And he has his signature on yeah. on part of that downward spiral, and so yeah. this diminishes his legacy. So yes, you're going to go back and say all time great Laker, but you're also going to say, and he also had that that run where he was a terrible president of basketball operations. So yeah. it does it does tarnish mm-hmm. his legacy a bit. I think he was trying. To get out in front of it, and you know, even I, with the LeBron comments, they yeah, showed him yeah. the clip that actually Victor played here on the show. Yep, and he says, "Well, I I'm not a regretful guy. I don't regret nothing." And, you know, he, he he tried to own up to some things, but then he ended up being stubborn on other things. It just it was such a bad luck. Yeah. I think I think he's for the first time, kind of. Uh, not vilified, but yeah. he just doesn't. He isn't that shiny magic. He isn't beloved. Yes. Exactly, and he doesn't know and, what to do. And you look, you kind of look at what's coming out. And and my kind of take on it is, I think when Jeannie made the decision, and she probably heard, well, I'm going to be splitting my time and whatever. The magic hire was kind of a a. He's kind of a figurehead. Like he's right. kind yes. of this. And we all it's, kind of it's knew magic. That. And you know, and and we kind of thought that. But it sounds like he was more and more trying to actually be involved and make decisions, maybe more so than Jeannie thought she was hiring him to do. And he's, he's you know, kind of getting in the mix more because he's getting blamed for all but, of it. His name's on this stuff, but, so he's getting yeah. blamed for the but poor decisions. But that's why I think he's trying to... I, I think the opposite. I think he's trying to get his name off of it. He's saying, right. I'm going to be, I was in no, and no, no. out. I wasn't I'm totally speaking, committed. I'm yeah. speaking while he was still oh, with the it, organization. Okay. So, so we're taking you through the progression where he's then trying to involve himself. Now he's like, you know what? I, I'm, I need to get away from this. I need to separate myself. Yeah. He does the like split second. Like it yeah. feels like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> impulse know quit. Uh, m- moment and and leaves the organization and then now this where he's trying to exactly like you said just you know unload throw it. it unload it all on the Lakers yeah. say hey I'm magic I'm I'm the juice like it's OJ you yeah. know like wow I'm the juice. that's a comparison <laughs> right there not that he killed anyone <laughs> yeah, yeah. he didn't well, kill anyone you know other than the Lakers allegedly but... you know allegedly OJ technically was not brought up on murder charges. <laughs> There you he go. Was proved innocent. There you go. Actually, I have a- <laughs> it makes sense though. Yeah. It, but the, the only thing that I will the also, and I didn't mention this earlier, but I I want to make sure I get this in is that he said he was backstabbed. Palenka went around and told people, "Hey, Magic's not around." He was telling people in the office, and then he told his friends that Magic's not in the office. And so Magic's response was, "I was backstabbed." His response was not. Oh, I was in the office. I was putting in the work. It was yeah. someone told on me, and that oh yeah, that that, yeah. that makes him look really bad too. Well, magic's number one yeah. importance is magic. Yeah, like that's his his number and he one. Said that. And his he's, companies he's for him. and exactly and and I get it. His brand is important. Like he has this persona, this public image. So it all makes sense that he would 
try to distance himself from the <laughs> Lakers, and then point the finger at them. But that, obviously, we all know backfires. You, yeah. you think that a publicist yeah. would yeah. have at some point <laughs> said, Magic, this is a bad idea. Yeah. This oh, is going to blow up in your face. If you follow him on Twitter, you know he doesn't have anyone screening his, <laughs> yeah. his thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have a question for you guys. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like an outsider looking in. You know, I don't wear the Lakers jersey. I don't have a Lakers shirt. I don't really watch much Lakers this season or last season. <laughs> Those are your guys. I have. I can tell by the way. I don't watch much Lakers (laughs) ever. You guys wear that. You guys go to the games. Aren't you guys embarrassed what this Lakers organization has done these last two seasons? As I get older, I'll tell you. A lot. It takes a lot more to 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 make me feel bad or whatever. It's like when you're a kid Mm -hmm. and and your team goes into the playoffs and they lose, you cry. And then you get past that, and yeah. then and then you get mad, and you're like, "Let's go get drunk." My team <laughs> lost, right? You do that in your twenties. By the time you get to your thirties and into your forties, yes. you're like, "Eh." Well, you yeah. know, Here's the thing. live to fight another day. Yeah. And if they're good 10 years from now, I'll still be a fan. <laughs> any, any... Ben, Ben's a Raider fan. Eric's a Galaxy fan. Yes. And I'm an Angel fan. We've all experienced worse. <laughs> that's but true. But not with, not with the flagship team that the Lakers are yes, and who they've right. been. And I think that's actually what makes it palatable is we've lived through championships. We've right. seen the parades. We've mm-hmm. seen dynasties. And so, yes, it is embarrassing. This is not what you want to see your team go through. But, you know, we've, we've been to the mountaintop, so it yeah. doesn't hurt yeah. that badge. It's not, it's not like this team has been bad for 60 years and, you know, we're, we're just never going to turn it around. You yeah. just feel like maybe a matter of time something's going to click, but, well, but it's still in recent memory you have success, so it that, doesn't hurt. Yes. That's a good a good point, and, and let me ask you this then. So I would say the Magic interview took things to a new low. Yes. Would you agree? Is this is this no lower than I think he it takes been, it lower. It, I, I don't think so. It can, I, the I'll, fact that honestly, every, it's no different than what we knew two weeks ago. No, because everything else before was speculation. But now just he, like you said, he, magic, he a beloved puts it hero, all out there is, and I think that confirming it is brings it lower because mm-hmm. you can speculate and say, well, we think this is happening, but for him to actually come out and say it, that that's that's low. Okay, so yeah, so let's for argument's sake say this is the, the new low. Okay. The is show it is going to go lower. <laughs> the show has hit a new low. Please the refrain Lake from show slurs. has hit a new low. You guys hope they hit the new, the new low. Does it go lower? I I think it does. Is this rock bottom? No, I I, th- I don't think they're going to get a big free agent this year. Really? No. So but I think how is that lower than last season? I think the oh Anthony that's did, that's lower. The an- not getting a free with agent LeBron again. and not getting one this season. That's lower. I think if you have LeBron and end up like. With a high lottery pick, like you get in that for like the Knicks territory where you have that high percent chance, I think that's a new low because you have you know arguably one of the best players ever, and you, it's one thing not to make the playoffs, but then to be like a lottery team. But wait, after he's, that, he's coming. I think out, that's that's lower. He's thirty five, coming off an injury. You, you know, need another star. You they need, need an, to do. You it. need yeah. one, yeah. But I, I don't think that they get one. So to me, the only way that this is not going, it's not going to hit a new low next year. Is if Frank Vogel and his staff can develop the young guys the way that management hopes that they that he can. I mean, the reason they brought him in and not Ty Lue, at least in my estimation, was because they wanted to put the young guys first. And so they wanted to bring someone in with Jason Kidd that can develop this young talent. And if they don't do that, because they're going to come back with the same team, if they have the same record or worse, because let's say LeBron gets hurt again next year. Yeah. I think this. I think it literally could be a new low because now you've wasted two years of the Kings' well, career, and 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 absolutely next year 
you won't have any hopes at getting anybody to come in. Well, and I think we, I can see a new low, but for a different reason. Because the, what I'm hearing is that Jason Kidd was brought in as a LeBron guy, mm-hmm. someone to ease LeBron and right. kind of keep him True. happy. Okay. So if you know LeBron is the puppeteer and really running the show, and Vogel was Genie's guy, and he'll be out. Kidd was LeBron's guy. LeBron has enough pull in yeah. the media, and he can tweet himself into a scenario where he gets Vogel fired and gets right. Kidd promoted, and that's a new low too. Because then yeah. everything that people are speculating now again yeah. becomes confirmed because that's everyone saying now well jason kidd is an assistant vogel's the head coach it's only a matter of time before lebron gets him fired to actually have it happen yeah. that, that that's new low territory oh so so i have sort of a, a question for you guys one of my takeaways when i was watching that first take interview was and I, I can't remember who asked the question but essentially what the question was is that as as nba teams have been sold from families to corporate uh, industries it's changed the way a lot of teams mm-hmm. actually do their business. Yeah. And the Lakers are one of the last strongholds of a franchise that's still owned by a family. Mm-hmm. And they're running it like a family. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, they're saying, well, you know, you've been, been with us for 35 years. You know the Laker way, right? And so I ask you guys, where do you stand on the bus family selling the Lakers? And, and if they don't... Sell. Hold on. And if they don't, <laughs> do you think that that type of organization can ever win again in the NBA. I, I'm, I'm with Jeff. I would say sell. So, I'd yeah. be okay. I say sell. Yeah. I'm okay yeah. with them selling. They win. And, and for the very reason you're saying, a lot of the new money in the NBA, look at the Warriors, look at the Rockets. Clippers. It's, it's Clippers. Well, the Clippers, Clippers have played it right because they – they bring a little bit of the old and then they have the new as well. You know, using analytics and, and all these things, you know, magic, you, you know, I like these guys. I like their grit. You know, it's like, yeah. well, grit doesn't get it. You need the statistics. You need the the everything that, you know, certain players, are, when they heat up and shooting patterns, right. you need to look at those things. And someone who, you know, comes from the tech industry or someone who comes from a business world is going to try to run their team like that and look for these little advantages. You know, you look at the the Sacramento Kings, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the owner there. He, fi- he figured out these little things on how to make the team better. And I think if they sold the team, that wouldn't be a bad thing. I it, mean, there's two end, options. End of an era. Yeah. But you see all the family, Raiders, mm-hmm. Knicks, yeah. the Sun, Phoenix Suns. The Angels. There's not a great track record no. for, for second generation well, owners. Because you need to, they either need to sell the team or Genie needs to realize. Anyone. You need to surround yourself yeah. with people who know what you don't not know. even surround admit yourself. what surrender. you don't know just or, say i'm giving it or to surrender. someone else you, you i'm still gonna you don't own necessarily it. have to surrender though you you just need to know what you don't know and have the 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 know-how to surround yourself with those people who do know that and and let them shine let them hire the best people at what they do but uh, she's, and let them she's do shown that she's inept at that right so you kind of need to but if she could yeah. do that that's the only scenario where yeah. they should keep the team yeah. Yeah, it's tricky. I wouldn't be sad if they sold them. I yeah. think Magic was trying to get her to sell them. That's what oh. people are saying, is that he was essentially yeah. throwing the bus family but under AEG the bus. But has first right of refusal, right? <laughs> to Makes buy sense. the Lakers? Yeah. I'm Galaxy sure. yeah. Kings and the Lakers. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Teenage-y. All right. Well, good good stuff. That was uh, about 19 minutes there. <laughs> oh. Laker time. All right, 11 minutes for everything else. Yeah, We're good. right. <laughs> it's Game of Thrones and soccer. We could do it. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, so this whole Magic and uh, Palinka beef, Magic and the Lakers beef, uh, kind of got me thinking. Um, 
and actually a little argument that happened over the weekend <laughs> with my wife. <laughs> Wait, hold wait, on. Wait, she, wait, wait. she was out she of was, town. Yeah, she was out of town. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're, you're the newlywed. She, she <laughs> had to what? come back. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, keep going because I've been there. Let you could be a part and still be in an argument. Yeah. It turns out um, showing up an hour late to the airport, even if traffic at LAX <laughs> is worse than you've ever seen it, and you left 45 minutes ahead of time when it only takes 30 minutes to get to the airport, and the GPS says it's only 32 minutes, and you leave in plenty of time. But you're still an hour late. Turns out, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, <laughs> and uh, you're in trouble. And you're and you should about be. It. Yeah. Even why not just been... turn around and just tell her to Uber home? <laughs> well, that was that was, that was that's brought up. That's that, was option. Option. <laughs> that option was definitely thrown out. That's there. why he got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, yeah. It, we we argued and it, and it was ugly. It was uh, an ugly one. We we made it through and we're good yeah. now. And uh, you know, I apologize. She apologized, and and everything's good. But. It, it got me thinking, what are these, some of these stupid things? You realize mm. you're just yelling and fighting and you're so riled yeah. up about... It's and like, in the moment, this is you don't see it. traffic. Yeah. We're arguing about traffic. And and I, neither of us can control this. But yeah. like, I get that I was late and I, I understand. But anyway, so you're we soft. got heated up. <laughs> you have, an, you have well, a platform. You, Hold on. You have a platform and an opportunity to tell the listeners why you were right. I was Don't be soft. <laughs> oh, why is that soft? <laughs> In case she listens, that's why. Yeah. There it is. Hey, hey, uh, soft. No, she doesn't listen. Uh, I'm kidding. Jim. Well, you hate you hate traffic more than anybody. Oh, I do. I actually did feel like you because I was yeah. sitting in the. I I took you know of course the 405 up to the 105 because I I like to do the 405 to the 105 Ooh, to Sepulveda. So is, is the LA spin that you're waiting do, for? Yeah, the 405 some to some the people do the 405 to whatever <laughs> the one. street that yes. is that goes right Sepulveda, in. Sepulveda, right? I like Sepulveda. to no, I like to do 105 to Sepulveda. Okay, yeah. and. Uh, and it just like dead stopped on the 105. And I tried to get around it. There's no way. There was there was nothing I could do. And so I'm sitting in this traffic and I've got to be there to get her. And yeah. I know I know that and her you know plane is going to land. <laughs> and I'm like not moving at all. And I'm like, I'm starting to get angry, which I usually do okay in traffic, you know, yeah. just throwing a podcast. Hey, welcome and, to the club. Yeah, but, oh, I got I got full Ben Garcia mode. Yeah, it was. It I did. Was I got I got pissed at traffic this weekend too. But go ahead. Did you? Yeah, I did. I I said I said what I gotta say. Again, we live in but, Los Angeles. That's a given. <laughs> we should, you guys should be it's, used it's part to this. Of living it. I know, but I'm never yeah. get used to it. Yeah. But but stupid arguments. I mean, have you guys had any uh, <laughs> any stupid arguments you can think of? Well, I get to go first. Sure. <laughs> you volunteer. You got one? The one that I I, I, I bring this up, and I, I linked an article on our little show prep page that uh, 70% of marriages have added stress once children are born into those marriages. That's true. Ooh. And so, I, you know, as someone with kids, a lot of the stupid arguments that I think stand out stem from getting the kids out of the house. And, and like you said, you know, we recently yeah. took a vacation to Hawaii. So waking up early, getting to the airport, that stress of, you know, wear your socks, get your socks. Where's this? Where's that? And and I think that a lot of those silly arguments, you know, are kid driven. So yeah. like one that mine was kid driven yeah, this weekend. One, one really? that, and kid driven. Yeah. It was both. Oh, <laughs> one man. that sticks out is like, you know, we were getting my son ready for um, for a recital and it was, you know, we needed to, to get his shoes, you know, special shoes. Valet. He needed, needed to look. <laughs> 
for the preschool <laughs> for preschool the Christmas performance. Oh, okay. So relax right. there. Uh, you know, Ben was born in the 1950s. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, if right, he wasn't right. a ballet recital, what's wrong with that, yeah. Ben? Yeah. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you just said special shoes recital. You know, no, that's like, where I was going. He wanted to look sharp. Like, he wasn't going to be in the um, clothes he went to preschool okay. and yes. ran around in the dirt. He needed to, yeah. you know, dress a little bit nicer. We get it. And so, you know, she said, put out these socks. It would be cool if he has these socks. So I put him out the socks thinking my wife was going to take the socks. She didn't take the socks. I didn't take the socks. Best of intentions, the socks were out, oh. but she got mad that I didn't bring the socks. I got mad that she didn't bring the socks. <laughs> she just told me to put them out. She didn't tell me to take them. So we're arguing about- But you should have known. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, exactly. You, you should have. have. Why would I tell you to put out the socks if I didn't? If you weren't going <laughs> to yeah. take them? Why would you just put them out? And it's like, well, I thought you wanted me to put it out because you were going to take it and, and go. And so we're, we argued about- a three-year-old socks. Yeah. And when you look back on it, you go, that was ridiculous. But in the heat of the moment, I mean, we hated each you, other's guts in that moment. dug in. Oh, oh yeah. 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 And so it's just funny in reading that study when you hear, well, 70% of uh, marriages with children have, sh- you know, feel like they, yeah. you know, I think the, the article that was linked says they report lower qualities of, of happiness. I believe like, it. I, I relate. I can relate we, to that. We don't even. And I love my kids and I love my wife, but but when you're in the moment and you get those yeah. little things, yeah, yeah, I could totally relate to. I believe it. We don't even have kids yet, and uh, and like I'll forget to you know move the laundry from the washer to the dryer or whatever. Oh, you're screwed. And, and the and yeah, the conversation. Like, yeah. and you're gonna be a terrible father. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what are you talking about? Just because I forgot to move uh, the laundry. I you know what I would do just out of spite is I would walk to the kitchen, I pour a glass of whiskey, and be like, maybe. I will be. <laughs> That's right. Sit on the couch with your feet up. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, I'm kind of an asshole, but yeah. No, honestly, uh, th- those are the types of fights that I have too. This weekend, uh, my cousin calls me up and says, hey, I got some free tickets to the JPL open house. And so she tells me, yeah, it's kid friendly. You should come out. It's like, okay, great. So we meet them out. And it's, it's if you guys know where JPL is, it's out mm-hmm. in Pasadena. And so we, we're going out on a Saturday. We left at like nine o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And Shit, there's traffic out in, in, yeah. in that area at nine o'clock in the morning. But I don't get upset yeah, when we Pasadena, twenty four hours a day. I think you could bank on traffic. Yeah. yeah. So so we get out there. We 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 actually get into JPL. We start walking, and what I thought was sort of an open house where like you would be able to kind of walk in, just look at some stuff, and walk out. Well, apparently to get in each of these buildings, in some cases it was like an hour, hour and a half oh. line. Ooh. And so I'm sitting here with a three year old and a one and a half year old. It's like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah, that line. Oh. So and you're not getting to see Mickey Mouse. You're so we literally, we literally here. saw nothing. Which again, I at this point it's like, okay, you know, I'm hanging out with my cousin. It's it's you know we're out walking. It's it's still nice. So good for you yeah. that you looked on the bright side. I did. So I, I was feel like Ben points, circa points, I'm getting darker now. I'm getting darker. Not have been able we to haven't do hit that. the turn yet. I'm getting darker now. So so now Was it a hot day? No. Ben hates temperature. Yeah. No, no, so traffic oh, wow. and temperature. Hot temperature. Yes. Oh. So so it's like far a bearded so dragon. Good. Yeah. But the the other uh, three-headed elephant which is I started getting hungry. Oh, right. yep. man. So now we're walking out, and it's time. You're such a girl. I know. Girl. It's, it's well, time for When the kids get hungry, too, that's a whole nother. <laughs> well, yeah. the, we had stuff for them. Okay. It, was, I was, I, it was me. Okay. So You're just a big you toddler anyway. Snacks in your hip bag. So now, now my frustra- frustration level is starting to go up a little bit. And my daughter, Sydney, continues to ask questions and to talk. And, I, and I'm like, okay, listen, you need to stop. Just watch the movie. Just be quiet, right? <laughs> so, so anyway... Like the 18th time that she's cut us off and whatever, I'm like, I, I yell at her. I was like, stop. Just 
Yeah. Be quiet. Those are the worst. Watch the movie. So then yeah. Stephanie looks at me like I'm the hugest asshole, yep. right? <laughs> oh man. And so so of course now I, I take this I as I feel this in my bones right, right now. So yeah. so I'm 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 hungry, right? And now I'm sitting in traffic. My daughter's already oh, pissed me off. The and my daughter's giving and my wife is giving me a, sh- a shitty look, right? So I look around and I was like don't you tell her to listen? Like, you know what? So, so now, <laughs> now you got your wife yeah. as her daughter. If she, if she wasn't mad already, then you right. well, yeah, so she let was def- that fuse. So Woo! she was defending Sydney, and now I'm accusing her of not <laughs> teaching Sydney uh. how to just listen to the parent. Right? So anyway, so now everyone's pissed off. We go get something to eat. My sandwich was shitty, and then it takes us. Yeah. It takes that us an help hour. The flavor for sure. It takes us an hour from where we were grabbing lunch right there at the at the two ten and six oh five all the way home. Oh, and so anyway. Anyway, by the time we get home, my wife doesn't talk to me, right? I, I just I I had I had to get something to eat. Probably best. I go took a nap, and then it wasn't until like the next day when I realized I was like, yeah, you know what? I, I probably was the cause of that fight, yeah. so uh, I apologized, <laughs> and luckily uh, she took me back. Oh, good. Yeah. You said yeah. probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like, like that chance that she might have been the issue. <laughs> Hey, you know, hey, everyone has a bad day every now and then. Yeah, she shouldn't yeah. have overreacted. Stephanie uh, Garcia is a saint. Yeah. Yeah, but that is the worst when you let it out on your kids because that's like you're saying, you're a terrible father. And it's like, you know, I know Ben's not a bad father, sure. but in that moment, it's just like, oh. just, just it here's my phone. So... Just watch YouTube and leave me alone. What like, is that? Yeah. It, and you and can't you separate know yourself wrong. from You know it. it's wrong yeah. and you just can't. Yeah. The, the, it the just train is coming like... down the track and you, there's no stopping it. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. We should go to therapy. Could Darren, you ever you're awfully quiet over there. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> Uh, well, it's because I live a perfect marriage life. Oh, uh, I love my wife, and she right, loves me. Right. So uh, yeah. you pay someone to do you pay someone to do the laundry. You pay Darren. someone to watch the kids. It solves everything. Yeah. Uh, I'm Darren. not gonna get myself it's, in trouble. It's probably after this too pod. soon. Yeah, too soon to talk about any of them. No, no, I I actually have one, um, and it actually is a argument that probably a lot of listeners have had with their significant other, and probably every single one of you have had with your wife. I know you don't pee on me enough. Oh well, <laughs> I know where you're going with this. Uh, well, that, that could be Darren one. Argument <laughs> hey, ever. It's a niche, man. There's people that are into it and others that are not. Eric, don't knock it till you've tried it. I'm just saying I know where he's going. Oh, all right. Ah. So um, actually, two weeks ago, um, it was a Friday night, and after a long week of work, the conversation comes up of where you want to go ahead and go out to dinner for? Uh, because we normally uh, go to dinner hold on, did you every say, Friday night. Did you say, why don't you just make something here? I'm hungry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I say that on Monday to on Monday through Thursday, oh, not on right, Friday. Right. But but she says, well, I ask her, well, what do you want for dinner? Her response, I don't care. Carl's Jr. That's where you go. Not, I had burger. <laughs> I had Carl's Jr. for lunch. <laughs> that's, that, I know that's the response. Whatever it is, I had that. I now, had that yesterday. Now, when she says I don't care, I'm thinking to myself, you know what? Free reign for the free reign for the last few weeks. I've been craving our sushi joint. It's right up the street. Dude, sushi at a strip club, right? Well, not not the strip club part, but the sushi part. It's just not the stripper part. So so we start driving there. I pull up. I park. What does she say? I don't feel like sushi. After you parked. <laughs> you just said you don't care. Wait, you actually drove all the way to the sushi place? Yeah. Oh, She really? waited until I parked, and then that's when she says, I don't feel like sushi. Did you say tough shit? Well, we went inside oh, and yeah. ate sushi, so... <laughs> Oh, wow, bold. Oh, standing ovation. <laughs> wow. 
I'm sure. She, she sat there with her little chicken uh, fingers, and uh, I had some uh, great sushi. So chicken they had fingers. Chicken That's bold. Fingers at the sushi place. That feels this, like this, something yeah. Jeff would she, order. She ordered off the kids menu, but uh, okay. Darren didn't get dessert that night. <laughs> yeah, that's a given. <laughs> Hope again, you ate the green tea ice cream at the sushi joint. <laughs> if, no, if, if she says she doesn't care, that's free reign. It is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. But we've all had that one, so right? Wait, hold yeah. on. So we're arguing about food yeah. for sure. Okay, well, how about pizza? I had I had pizza three weeks ago. Yeah. I don't know if I feel like it. Well, and that's <laughs> that's the hard part is 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 I want you if to you just make plan the decision, something. you're screwed. If you don't make the decision, you're screwed. Yeah. You know? They want you to make the decision, but they want yes. you to make the right yes. decision. To make the decision. They want you to think about them, not necessarily all about you. This is the worst conversation. Full disclaimer, yeah, we love you edit. all. We're gonna love edit all our wives. You're amazing, ladies. You're incredible. They are. They yes. are. Each and every one. That's relatable. Them. Everyone's been there. And I think yeah. that's good yes. to talk yeah, about it to yes. say, you know, you're not a psychopath for having that conversation. Like we've all we've all yeah. experienced. But hold that. on. So like for all of us so far, there was some yelling that was exchanged between or not even yelling, but just like strong talking with the partner. <laughs> Ours was yelling. Heat of the moment. moment. <laughs> so so where was the argument with you guys? You just did it and she was pissed. Yeah. And then exactly. it sounded like an argument. It, it sounds it, like Darren it, just it got his own sushi and like <laughs> Well, yeah, what's that scene in Casino when Sharon 40, Stone get, walks over and says, how much money do you want? And she goes like this and like shows an inch with her fingers like of hundreds. It's, it's me 45 minutes at the sushi bar eating unagi just, and, and her sitting silently. I just she see, didn't say a word. She didn't say much. Big smile on his face oh, yeah. eating sushi. Got my sushi, and Jen, got like, my rice, got my wasabi going. Chicken fingers and her toy uh, surprise. Did, did you just, flirt with the waitress too in front of oh, your wife? Oh, man. No, hey, thank no. you, sweetheart. No, I, hey, <laughs> hey, this is the best sushi I've ever had, man. This is wonderful. Mm, the oh, service, my The gosh. service is the only thing better than the sushi. <laughs> Incredible. Oh, man. All right, before we get into Good any times. more trouble, I feel like we should move on. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We're cutting this whole yeah. segment. We love you, wives. You're amazing. Amazing women. All right. Uh, so, Ben, you found an article yeah. about this. Uh, I've been actually following you, you for a while. So, The high schooler or Ted Ginn? Uh, no, it's there's Teddy. a restraining order no, in, it's, in yeah. the high school. Yeah. yeah, the high school, the high school sprinter. Okay. So a couple weeks ago, he uh, there's a, a, a high school 18 year old um, from Texas who set a national record running the hundred meter dash in under 10 flat. Which wow, yeah, is I mean that's a time that you you're going to see in the Olympics, right? Yeah. And you're going to actually see probably some close to right around nine eight that are not going to uh, win it, but you know in that in that main heat. So to see an 18-year-old kid do this, like that's pretty amazing. And so th- my understanding of the article was that Teddy Ginn through Twitter and the sprinter, and I don't know his name, they were going back and forth. And somehow, I think Teddy Ginn essentially said, let's race for $10,000. Oh. And so, you know, for those of you who know Teddy Ginn, I mean, he was a world-class athlete. He was the fastest guy on any football field. Yeah. And, but no not, hands. But yeah, no hands. <laughs> yeah. You know, at Ohio State and in the NFL for many years. So he's now as, and I, to be honest with you, I don't even know if he's in the NFL anymore, but if he is, he's probably 35, he's 36 34. years old. Okay, yeah. So he's yep. getting up there in age. Yes. And listen, I know as an aging athlete, you, you, there's certain things you just can't do anymore. And and those fast twitch muscles, those are the ones that you're going to pull a muscle, pull a hammy, your calf's going to cramp up or something like that. So it, it's going to be fun. When you're an 18-year-old kid and you have $10,000 on, oh, on the line. You're invincible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got nothing to lose. If you lose... You lose to a world-class athlete, athlete who's been in the NFL. Who's known for his speed. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. And so, you know, this high school student is looking at it as like, this is great publicity. It's my opportunity. I'm, I'm going to make uh, $10,000. And so 
listen, just being somebody that would thrive in that atmosphere, when I saw this article, I thought to myself, this is something I'm going to bring up. Then let's shout him out. Let's give him his proper. Matthew Bowling. Yes, that's his name. Of Strake Jesuit College Prep in Houston. Challenging. So let's say his name. Put some respect on his name. Absolutely. Who was the one that challenged who? So Ginn told Bleacher Report that he'll race anyone for $10,000 or better. And Bowling is the one whose nickname is White White Lightning. Lightning. Yes. He accepted the challenge in a tweet. So he basically responded by saying, okay, like it's on, bet. Yeah. Let's do it. So he said he can beat anyone, and Bowling's the one who responded. So we'll see how... With the specifics, well, let's see if out. it happens. Yeah, let's but see if right. that actually goes down. But it's it's a good way to get your name out there too. Yeah, you know, because college scholarships, I'm sure he oh, yeah. already has athletes, but also for, already committed somewhere for Teddy Ginn, right? So now I'm going to oh, yeah, he's committed to on, Georgia University on behalf of, Georgia. of the older guy, right? Let's say he's not in the NFL anymore. And it says New Orleans Saints star. So oh, he is still he's so still he might still be with the okay, Saints. Okay, so that that changes. Keep talking. We'll, well Google it. I was going to say that changes the the conversation mm-hmm. a little bit. But let's say he was retired. You don't have the incentive really to go out and to train for something, right? Especially yeah. if you've been doing it for a lot of years. I'll talk about my swim career for a second. It's like, oh, oh, oh I didn't see who, it going this what, way. Matt, what minute second. are we at? Yep. Here we go. Yeah. 36. I, oh, 36. Yeah. Oh, I had, I had 27 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but there was, there, was seven, there was seven years where I was, I mean, I was training hard. And, and I was in the pool for hours on end. You know, I was training at the, at the gym, lifting weights, doing things to prepare my body to go out and to swim as fast as I possibly could. So that first season out, the last thing you want to do is to train. And so if that was the case, the way you look at it for Teddy Ginn is now you don't want to lose to an 18-year-old kid oh, yeah. at a high school and lose $10,000 when you know that your money-making <laughs> days are behind you. So yeah. it gives yeah. that incentive. And good for him accepting it because, to be quite honest with you, I think Teddy Ginn would be the underdog in that situation yeah. he's because 34. he's not the one training. Yeah. Exactly, oh, yeah. and, and he's not training, training track. is yeah. different than track. Yes. So, anyway, I, good good on all on all parts. Yeah, I'm looking Absolutely. forward to see what happens. This is yeah. you know when yeah. you hear about you know magic on first take and all the bad things that go on with the NFL. This is a feel good yeah. story. Yeah, so, totally, and I'm, we and we go go that Ted Ginn still a member of the North. He is. Okay. I love it. I'm sure the NCAA will get in there and ruin it somehow. He's uh, <laughs> making there. money. Oh, he's making money yeah. right. as a college athlete, and they'll kick him out. But oh. for now, we'll be excited about it. <laughs> Way to kill it. You know what? They, <laughs> Sorry. Actually, can they do that? Because it's not a job. And he's technically- But he's, but he's gambling. So. <laughs> but you know what? He's not gambling his own money. I think Ginn put up the 10000 Yeah, I wonder right. if- yeah, He's he, not betting. It's just, if you can beat me, you get 10000 This is the Ted so Ginn scholarship fund. Race for the cure. Uh, yeah. And there you yeah, go. if you come in first, you They could probably figure out a way to do it. <laughs> Vote they'll for probably White have Lightning. to, though. I'm sure they'll have to. Yeah, they'll have to put it in a trust fund yeah, to give to him four years from gonna now. He's going to say, you, yeah. know, you know the government's getting half. They're going to tax that for sure. <laughs> they want it. Oh, let's talk about series finales. Game of Thrones had its series finale, and I feel like it's been mostly hatred thrown its way. It, it's, it wasn't is good. It mostly it's, not. Yeah. It's mixed reviews, but the the hate is strong. Yes, strong. it is. is yes. The, is the hate just louder, or is it? It's, it's mostly people didn't like it. It's um. I think it's it's louder because if you like it, you're not going to start a petition that you sure. liked it. Yeah. So of course you're going to hear the story about people who are upset with it. What the uh, hell petition to go rewrite the, a second? Uh, exactly, and that's where they, it's that's where it doesn't make sense. Yeah. They want to redo people, the entire. There's a million last signatures season. for them to rewrite the final season and redo the ending and how it went. And so just my my thoughts because you guys have had some Game of Thrones talk while I've been gone. 
uh, I and, and I talked about how, <laughs> how I land in the middle and people saying, well, this was a waste of a decade, a waste of my life doing all this. I, I could have told you that oh, before well, the finale no, came but out. I, I disagree with that because, <laughs> you know, the first six seasons were excellent television. It was appointment television and the story was great. The character building was great. The character arcs, everything was, was phenomenal. That's how and I feel so, about Friends. And so, and I'm going to, I'm going to talk about Friends when you talk about finales, but everything was great. So you enjoyed you know, all these TV shows. But the problem is once you get past six seasons and it's a cultural phenomenon worldwide, the actors get famous. It's impossible to keep it going. So what happens is the writers and producers of the show, uh, instead of doing full 10 episode seasons, they start doing shortened seasons. Mm -hmm. The writer of the source material is not complete. So they have to go off the original source material. So it was never going to be, satisfactory because it was never going to live up to the because yeah as someone i'm i'm not a book reader so maybe that's why i'm not as upset but i i listened to podcasts i read articles so i basically got all the little easter eggs that were in the books on why this made sense game of thrones was a homework show you if you dug deep into it you can learn more about what this meant in this episode and that's why this show was so fun is because you got to you know People would post their fan theories and then it'd be confirmed by, you know, George R.R. R. Martin because he'd confirm things on his blog. And so it was just a fun ride. So when they ran out of source material, did a shortened season, they rushed the ending. And I, I agree the the episodes on their own in this final season were fine as their own episodes, but it didn't really make sense. And that's why people were upset because it kind of yeah. went against everything that they were building. Um, and so some of it just seemed pointless. So the, I was fine with it just because it was fun. It was a fun ride, but I could see where it was disappointing because they rushed the ending. So gotcha. in a, a perfect world, I wish what they would have had 10 episode seasons and really dragged it out. And you could, cause it seems like, you know, spoiler alert, obviously, if you got to this part, but it, you know, it seemed like they rushed her going psycho. They did that in, you know, an episode and a half and people say, well, there was foreshadowing and this is where it was going anyway, but it still seemed rushed. You yeah. could have added a few more. Vic, Vic made yeah. that comment yeah. that the story they're trying to yeah. tell so, needed more. So I just, episodes. I, I wasn't <clears throat> terribly disappointed, but I wasn't like, man, that was amazing. That was the best thing I've ever seen. It was fine. And it just yeah. got me thinking when you think of, other shows, I think of Friends, I mm-hmm. think of Lost, and you know, and The Office is another one. Mm-hmm. The finales are kind of forgettable. The, the, yeah. What mm-hmm. you remember is the binging of the seasons and the episodes mm-hmm. and moments from specific mm-hmm. episodes. Like Seinfeld sure you, was terrible. Yeah. yeah. So the ending is never going to be great when every when it's built up to such a level that it's no one's ever going to be happy. So it's just what in the entirety of the show, The Office, a great show, tons of great storylines, but the, you're not going to say, well, because the finale was awful. I was a waste of all the time that I watched on that show. Friends, the finale, life just goes on. You know, you could have done, that's a show that could have gone on forever because they're just living their lives and you're just peeking in. Yeah, but but I, I, not to cut you off, but I feel like those are, those are not to cut you off, but I cut you off. Not to cut you off, but I'm cutting you off. I too much anyway. Those are, those are different in the sense that Game of Thrones, and I haven't seen Game of Thrones, I'm. You haven't watched it. Well, thanks for cutting me off. Vocal to, to... of that, and but <laughs> but this makes me less interested in watching it one day. I, I yes. had planned on maybe watching it one day, but now hearing that the last two seasons the are a letdown yeah. and they don't like th- this comes to like a it fizzles yeah. at the end. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make me yeah. want to watch it. I'll probably right. never watch it now because the shows like that it's building to something. Like mm-hmm. it, much like Lost, you know, it's got to tie 
this whole thing together. Unlike Friends, that it doesn't necessarily yeah, have to life tie just has things to go on. together. Yeah, yes. Seinfeld comedies, like it, that's not as important. You just want to kind of put out a good, funny, you know, ending. But think about uh, Breaking Bad, though. So if you were to tell somebody now about watching Breaking Bad, you say it was the most amazing series you'll ever watch. Yep. Just make sure you don't watch the Fly episode. Right. right. There's one stinker. <laughs> right. One stinker episode so, in the whole thing. To use but that gonna... argument, couldn't you say, listen, watch Game of Thrones, just don't watch the last season? But, because if everyone's but already going to be disappointed with the ending and it yeah, was great up through season five, then just watch that. And then, Maybe. And here's my argument, too, because a lot of people are bringing up Breaking Bad as probably being one of the most satisfying yes. endings, endings to a yeah. show. Yeah. It gives but, you exactly what you were looking here's for. here's my argument, and this goes with loss, on why shows should be shorter. Because when you drag it out too long- yeah. It's always going to be disappointed. The opening of Breaking Bad, he has a terminal illness. Yes. So yeah. you know the end of the show, he has there, to die. there can only be one ending, and yes. that's with him not making it. And then how he gets there, how how does he die? Yeah, the, but and the, that's the, the ride. Take, and that's the ride. How he gets there. And so oh, and, and so, so but good. you knew there was going to be a definite ending. So you knew that was going to be the ending of the show from yeah. the pilot. Sure. And so that, of course, made it satisfying because no one was having this theory where he was going to go live this happy life. He right. knew Walter White was going to get his comeuppance yeah. for all the things that he did. And, you know, when he broke bad, it's right there in the t- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but something like Game of Thrones, without having a finished source material, and there's so many open ends, it was never going to please everyone. Yeah. And with Lost, Lost even admitted the creators admitted season two, we were just dancing around because. We yeah. we knew what the end point was, but we, Lost. we were told to do so many episodes, so we were just putting in filler. But I think if they said we're going to do five seasons or six seasons, yeah. and this is the story we're going to tell, yeah, and and well, we're going to shorten it, but it's hard to walk away from money because when you're yeah, a phenomenon right. like that, well, Lost was the first network show to say, look, this is this is how much we got. This is yeah. how much we'll do. Like they actually put an end date yeah. on it. Yeah, I think they, two or they three wanted to keep seasons going. before. Yeah, yes. they did shorter seasons, but they because fi- they're like. We, well, and they figured it out and they figured it out because it could have gone on forever, but they set that date and they had 23 episodes a season to get there. And there was a lot of fly episodes Mm -hmm. in Lost. And let me ask you this. Did Lost satisfy your, your cravings on on that? uh, No, I didn't. didn't But, but the thing about Lost is it was always, the questions were always more interesting than the answers. Yeah. And you know, with Lost... it went on way too long. You, we yeah. also are going to ask the question, yeah. what show went on too long? Lost went on too long. And I think the ending was fine for what it had, what it had become. I think it, yeah. it already it turned into dropped something else. so much. Yes. Yeah. But I, I'd argue this, that season one of Lost, if you're taking just one season yeah. on that one season alone, season one of Lost might be the best season of television yeah ever. it opens a lot of questions it's before it becomes sci-fi yeah. yeah you know so even if you don't like sci-fi stuff it's you don't have the hatch <laughs> the characters are great oh but yeah. the, the another one that comes to mind is the sopranos so the sopranos i that, didn't watch sopranos to I'm me like one of that's the, one of my you guys watch sopranos? anyone else watch the sopranos i've watched here? a couple I, seasons yeah. but i didn't oh. see the finale okay. oh you Not know what i actually did see the finale, the finale yeah. so basically to catch you guys up the show's 15 years old now. I know. I, but, 20. It's supposed to be amazing. <laughs> but it's a great show. And the finale was it just cuts to black. Yes. And that night- And pe- you don't know whether he gets pe- shot people, or whatever. People yeah. thought their cable went out. People thought yeah. power went out. Yeah. And so at the time, people hated it. But now looking back, and there's books that's been written about it, the you know show's producers come out and talked about it. And looking back, it's like that was a perfect finale because yeah. it's, you know, well- 
Well, Tony was Tony killed. Soprano, he was, yeah. he was a mob guy. He was, so he gets a, killed, and when you get killed, that's it. There's, he's an invincible black, character. So or, yeah. to watch him yeah. die on screen, I think what I don't it wouldn't have worked. Yeah. So what they do is they allude to. You, you know, see some creepy people walking had around op- in the background. Yeah. And, and the way the show was written is that you know he always got out of the uh, out of danger when you know something was going to happen. And so, you know, that's the way the show was always written. And then here it is, like, you think this is, is going to de- be his demise. And yeah. then, boom, that's it. And now you as the watcher go, well, did he survive or did yeah. he not? And that's why people were upset. And then another kind of thing that was talked about at the time is, as an audience member, you were killed. <laughs> because they killed you right there. And mm-hmm. you, so you don't know what happened. So they yeah. kind of oh, uh, oh, hit on you. The director has since and said, that's not actually what I was intending. He was basically, yeah. you know, alluding that Tony, that's Tony's end yeah. there. But looking back, it's great. But at the time, it, it, people were very angry about it. So it reminds me of Game of Thrones because people are up in arms about this season. But maybe when you go back and look at it and you put together what they were building towards, because you can tell this is what they were building towards. It's just how they got there sure. was they, they took some shortcuts. Yeah. So I think maybe in five, six years time, we can look back and revisit this and say, you know, maybe Game of Thrones, we can appreciate it. Uh, but, but yeah, not it, as bad it, it as wasn't, were, it's not as bad as you initially as, yeah, thought, yeah. but I don't walk away being satisfied. Like I was, you know, from breaking, I think bad. breaking bad was probably the only one where I walked away. Wow. Yeah. Like, that was that, great. that one. Oh, I, I'd agree with unbelievable. that. Unbelievable. Yeah. Any, any other favorite, like best series finales or worst series finales? I could say a worst is the walking dead just cause it hasn't happened yet. Right. Is oh, it still, still going? On? It it's just still I, I gave really? up on so many seasons, and it just it just kept going in circles. Oh. That show is, is well. Just we could got, talk about awful. I, that's why you need to have an end date. Yep. Have a, have an ending in mind. Well, that's a great. It just goes on forever. That's a great direction to go. And you, we asked that question: is let's think of shows that should have end like overstayed their welcome way too yeah. long, <laughs> or uh, well, not or that sh- you wanted to go longer. Not a show that I necessarily watch, but my wife watches. She loves it. Grey's Anatomy. That's a show that's, that's still, on? still on. Yeah, that's still on <laughs> every Thursday night. Just and I swore this Stephanie show still watches it. Yeah, I don't wow. get it. It's still going on. And they've killed off most of the main characters, haven't they? I, I believe so. I think all the main. <laughs> I don't pay attention. They just different. recycle the whole gang. Yeah. yeah, that's unbelievable. That's still going on. It's like the hey, Simpsons cash of medical checks. dramas. <laughs> that show's still going. Yeah, it actually. I, I think this year or last year, it actually uh, surpassed. Um, the, the one with George Clooney. Um, ER. 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 As the okay. longest running but medical drama medical. in TV. And and to that point, you know, there's always going to be medical drama. It's a hospital show. It can go on forever. It's not, yeah. you know, about dragons and who's going to be the leader or Breaking Bad, a drug lord. Like, there's not a definite ending to that. Yeah. So there's no way to mm-hmm. really end it. So it, it could yeah. potentially well, actually, go on the forever. Perf- the perfect example of that is Law & Order. So... Yeah, when when I met Stephanie, she she I mean that's that's probably her favorite show. She loves Law and Order, and I remember seeing the lead actress for you know that show twenty years ago, and yeah. she says, "Yeah, no, I mean she did this when she was young, and now she's getting like to retirement age." So when you think about like our careers, you know we go to the same job every day for thirty years. Her job is to fake having a job for thirty years. <laughs> She's essentially done that job. <laughs> yeah. So technically, she's probably a cop because she's done it longer than I've been an engineer. You I don't know? think she would look at it that way, but but good good point. Yeah. And and the way to me that show has to end when she leaves. Yeah. Yeah. And and so that's another the, one is like Orange is the New Black comes to mind because that I think after one or two seasons it's in a prison or a prison yep. break is actually another one that I used to watch. The the season the show where it's fun is they break out of the prison and then once you break out of the prison. It's over. What, what else can you do? Yeah. So I, I'm a fan of like setting 
two seasons and then just ending it. I yeah. know they're shows in, in England. Well, that doesn't make money. Yeah, the BBC, that's the it's issue. Not the American Yeah, way. it doesn't chase the money. So that's where something, uh, you know, like Orange is the New Black, they're going to keep cranking out episodes because people keep watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to me, it's in a prison, you know, the character arc completes and, and you're done. Yeah. But obviously they're not going to walk away from that cash. Stranger Things is another one. Like that's coming out for season three. It's a great story for season one. Season two, two they made was, it work. Eh. I don't I think know they could, how many times can the monster come back. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. So, but it just the scares are me. interesting enough. Yeah. You talk about a show though, where it, it should have ended when the main character leaves is I think the office two and a half. Minutes. When, when yeah. Steve Carell left, yeah. it should have been done. Which is why I'm saying it's forgettable. Yeah, I agree with that. So you, you don't say the office was a horrible show no. because it, it didn't, land well oh, it's, it's great and once they brought in the documentary crew but, like, but when you're binge odd. watching when you're watching it on netflix you don't ever go to those last seasons yeah. <laughs> where michael scott's gone you yeah. always watch the earlier yeah. ones so good you hated the office right all the stories it didn't have a laugh about. track <laughs> yeah what are you talking about all, all in the family what can we ben, <laughs> hanging with mr cooper what are you gonna bring up Ben, ben? only watches shows with laugh tracks <laughs> do you are you still but two and a half the big bang theory uh, oh, I yeah, I I think we got the last couple episodes in the TiVo, so I haven't watched them yet. But the crazy thing is, is you hate superheroes and yeah. and all that stuff. But yeah. that's they're, a show about guys it. who loves that stuff. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm sure I, they make lots of references. There's to a it. part of me being an electrical engineer that you know I I Those went to school people. with some of these guys. You know, <laughs> uh, I I work uh. with some of these guys. So and you're so, laughing at them, not with them. No, no you're the jock that's uh, it fakes you feel at home. Listen, you know I I I like people that are intelligent. I like people that strive to yeah, be great. That's why you're what are you in doing this here. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, maybe Oops. not the strive to be great part, but no. So that show in particular, and 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 just saying saying the same stuff that you guys have is that you know the first five six seasons they develop characters and Sheldon gets a girlfriend and all that kind of stuff. That's great, but I mean literally, I think they've just been you know just coasting. Yeah, status quo for the like the yeah, last yeah. four seasons, and and you know when you are invested six seven eight you know this being their 10th season you don't want to bail on them right before the ending you want to see how it's going to end and so you stick with it but it's been and luckily it's a half hour show and with commercials it's 19 minutes you know and and you can watch it pretty quickly i don't feel like i've wasted a a, a large part of my life i could tell you if this was an hour drama like a lot of the shows that i used to watch i i if if it if i lose interest i bail i don't care if it's the last season i was i I was like that with the uh uh, Smallville show back in the day, you know, where oh, yes. Clark Kent yes. becoming Superman. That show went on so long. Well, like he should have been there's Superman. There's a definite end to that. Several <laughs> seasons sooner. And it just kept going and going. But you're pot committed, you yeah. know? You're like, oh, I got to stick with it to yeah. see how yeah. it turns and out. Yeah, I'm really surprised you actually said that about Big Bang Theory because this season, I, I did not watch much this season yeah. and i know it's the final season i think it just ended about yeah it ended two a weeks couple ago. weeks ago and that was a, i gave yeah. up on that show but the whole, the whole premise of the show was the hot chick and and the nerds next door mm-hmm. and once they once what leonard and penny got married it kind of lost it for me yeah, yeah. and that and that was the last two seasons i didn't find the show interesting i wanted them to go to that original format but once they got married it was done and done yeah. so i just tuned out sexual yeah. tension can only well, go on for so long well it and didn't you work realize, me. i mean friends <laughs> Did it right, yeah. where Ross and Rachel don't yeah. get together yeah. until literally the last, or get yeah. together for assuming yes. the I was last say, they were together, the it was last break, time, and then yeah, they but got married. It was always less interesting <laughs> right. when they were together, yes, right? Exactly. You know? And that's, yeah. I've actually, re- Melissa, my wife, likes to watch Friends, and we've rewatched that from the beginning now because it's on Netflix. And looking back, I'm like, 
Ross and Rachel were really not together as much as you. They were no. more. They were broken up more often than they, they were, were together. together. Yeah. You always think of them as a couple, but re- really, where the good episodes are are when they're apart from each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. Yeah. Have, once they get together, going back to the Big Bang Theory, it kind of yeah. loses yeah. loses its magic. Yeah. I, I feel like Friends hit its stride when when uh, and it's kind of when I hadn't watched the show until this. I'd I'd catch this season finale. And then I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. But when Ross says Rachel's name at the wedding. Yes. Oh, yes. And then, that's you know, the Chandler and Monica stuff yes. start. Yes. And like yeah. that whole. That's when it picks up. I feel yeah. like that's when it really hit its yeah. stride. And, Agreed. And, uh, you know. Ah, good, good times. Show. Good stuff. <laughs> TV. TV. Good stuff. I'm we, surprised we, you didn't bring up uh, Bachelor or. Ball or, in the uh, Family. Ball, yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, no. I just want this segment Island. to end so we can talk about stuff I know about. <laughs> Paradise you know Hotel. know a ton about TV. <laughs> I don't. I really about. don't. I really don't. I cut the cord a long time ago, and I don't watch a lot of TV anymore. That's a good topic for a show. Ooh. All right. Well, before we get out of here, we need some galaxy because we got us a hammer. You, Hammer's in the house. You're contractually obligated to <laughs> contractually give me 30 obligated. Seconds Thirty of a, seconds of oh, galaxy update here. You better get the timer ready here. All right. Oh, Ben's yawning. 30 <laughs> seconds on the clock. Are you ready, sir? I'm ready. I'm always ready. And go. Since we last spoke, the Galaxy are on a four-game losing streak, Oof. including a loss to a previously winless team. Oh, Zlatan also choked a guy and is serving a <laughs> suspension. So things are not great ben in loves uh, him a- even more. LA Galaxy land. They've got three games in the next 10 days before a little summer break. So if you want more information, listen to Corner of the Galaxy. Oh, <laughs> and follow my Instagram page, at Galaxy Profoul, which is Galaxy, P-R-O-F-O-U-L. You know, you know what's funny about hey, this? Got it. 30 <laughs> seconds isn't for plugs of other shows. You know, How dare you? You know what's That's, funny about this? I knew this? you guys would hate that. So, and I knew Ben would love it. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> that, how long was Hammer a part of this show that we couldn't keep him under 10 minutes? Oh. And then he goes to Corner of the Galaxy, and then all of a sudden you say, I need 30 seconds, and yeah. he gives you 29.5 seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Because he blows you know his head over there. He has that outlet. Say, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a wild wolf. It's like your dog. When you leave your dog you know, in the kennel all day, you let him out. You let him run around. So I'm let out. I get my freedom. I get to pee on the lawn, get to poop on the neighbor's lawn, and then I come here, and I'm well-behaved. Yeah. Just Good for yeah. you. Darren <laughs> really worked up. Good job. He gets a pee on Darren's lawn, and he gets all excited, and Hammer. we move on. No You're wonder a true it's professional. Yellow. Well done. <laughs> I knew you'd like hey, to plug for the other show. Before, yeah. Well, you know what? As long as we're plugging other shows. Go for it. I feel like we uh, should plug the King's Realm. Not that they're putting out any new product. However, they had a great idea a few weeks ago when they started a petition. That we shouldn't talk uh, movies anymore? About getting the Long Beach Ice Dogs back to Long Beach. I don't know that this petition is capable (laughs) of doing anything. So we don't know how it's going? So we sign it. We just made fun of the Game of Thrones people for their petition, but we're we're pumping up the King's Realm. This is a positive cause. (laughs) This is a positive cause. And I think uh, the King's fan base... There's enough people here to support a minor league franchise. And Absolutely. That's, that's the cool thing in the Long Beach Ice Dogs. There's a lot of people who remember going to those games at the Long Beach Convention Center. So They're great So games. it would be a great idea, although I think some people have already pointed out that the majority of the teams in this league are East Coast teams. Mm. So having a, a franchise in Southern California just doesn't make sense travel-wise. But I'm going to hit you with a... Yeah, but still. Yeah, but still. Sign the but petition. <laughs> Long Beach needs some It would be very team. cool. Yeah. It, yeah they, well, aren't they getting the Angels? Uh, I, oh. I, I'm for it. I'm for it. Right up your right alley, Right down Jeff. the street. Yeah. 
Absolutely. There you go. I right on the my, water. I love my Long Beach. Hey, how are the Angels doing? Oh, not good. We're like four games under 500. <laughs> Give us 29.5 uh, seconds. Yeah. We avoided Angels. getting swept by the Twins today because the game was delay. postponned. <laughs> <laughs> Thunder strikes. So it'll happen, what, next Thursday? Right. Hey, you know what, though? All I have to say is it's a good thing you guys signed Mike Trout because could you imagine how attendance would be if oh. he wasn't there? Yeah. Can't imagine. <laughs> Yikes. Can't imagine. It would not be, be abysmal. good. Uh, you know what? I'm, as long as we're plugging shows and uh, and we kind of brought up the wives earlier, I'm going to plug my wife's new endeavor that she's doing. I hope you guys don't mind. But uh, she's got a little YouTube yeah, she's channel. She's doing her thing. We're proud of her. That she started. It's called The Cynical Therapist with her and a therapist friend of hers. And, and they talk about, uh, you know, therapy stuff. You know, we, we could we could probably all benefit from uh, from watching. But yeah, it couldn't hurt. So they yeah, talk a lot about you. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I'm sure you're, you're mentioned a lot. I, I apparently was mentioned oh. quite a bit. <laughs> yes. This this week's episode, I haven't heard it yet, but it was about uh, communication, couples communication. And um, yeah, that's, apparently I was that's right up your alley. It's episode. <laughs> <laughs> she, did, she did on, I think it was last week's she episode. She gave you the warning. She says, uh, you know, I used to believe, I believed in soulmates until I got married. Oh, <laughs> wow. That yeah. must have hurt. <laughs> no, it, it in in the context yeah. of it. If it's you a, listen yeah. to it, it makes sense. No, yeah, it hurt. It hurt. I, I, <laughs> I cried a little bit. There was tears. We are all soulmates here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> We're out of here. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Guys and Shorts Pod. We're on Facebook. Leave a voicemail for us. 562-450-3356. Review the show, please. It does help us out a ton. We'd love to get a review. Ben would love to read oh. a great review. I'll read whatever, whatever you put on a piece of paper. I'll oh, read it for oh, you. Man. Oh, it's just Nailed I don't know if that's it. offensive or Nailed it. I don't Mike know. Tyson but it on works. the hay couch oh, right there. I just classic. Need ben. I need more. Classic Ben. Speaking of offensive, yeah, uh, Darren. <laughs> yeah, how did Aiden enjoy <laughs> oh, last man. week and being on the podcast? He loved it. Oh, yeah, he, for him. he shared he the was news so great. with everybody uh, in in the entire school. And I actually told him uh, tonight that I'm going to head out to the pod. And what did he say? He wants to come on aboard. Really? Yeah. He wanted to join you? He he loves oh, it, guys. Yes. He told everyone at his school our numbers quintupled. There you go. I'm sure. Yeah. You have absolutely. a bunch of uh, 12-year-olds <laughs> listening to the pod. All right. Oh, wait, maybe, keep it clean, not. Benjamin. I think we kept uh, it pretty clean today, right? Yeah. Yeah, we were good part, today. For the yeah. most part. Yeah, yeah, but still. Not bad. <laughs> all right. Yes, yeah, sub- subscribe to the show and, and do just like Aiden did. And tell all your friends about yes. how great Everyone at your elementary school. Is. Yes, for sure. <laughs> it's relatable. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> for Ben Garcia, Darren Besa, and Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira, I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.